Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 29th of May, 2023. We are back live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the first time in around three months. Finally, the second strike expired, uh, so I'm glad that uh, all of you could find the channel and the link after all this time, uh, hello to uh, Dawn, a peak Aussie man and paleo conservative Australian in the chat. Also, Larrikin is there, and also Hadron Anti Bullying. Great to see you all. As always, live on the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel. And from tonight, we are live on the Wilmsfront rumble channel uh, so i'm giving d live the flick while the platform it never really had a total free speech policy uh, we've had a surge on rumble as that's where i posted the backup of the we are ready frankston highlights from last weekend because youtube uh, took it down on the unshackled youtube channel so the unshackled youtube channel has got a second strike and can't stream there uh, for two weeks so, so <laughs> i'm back in this constant uh, uh, constant switching over to to youtube channels uh to stay on the platform to to make sure that i can easily reach as many of you as as possible so I know that uh, when I was forced a couple of shows to uh, stream only on Odyssey, you all still followed me over there. And uh, as always, on Entropy, we can send through a super chat or a direct question. It is 8.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where just before midnight last night, there was a Another earthquake uh, centered around the northeast suburb, the sorry, north, the outer northwest suburb of Sunbury. It was of 3.6 magnitude. Uh, so it was less than the earthquake in September 2021, 20, uh, which originated in Mansfield, uh, just uh, north of Melbourne. That was 5.8 magnitude. I didn't feel it in the the outer southeast where 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 I am. I heard the news of it because I was still up at uh, eleven forty uh, p.m. Uh, but uh, there was obviously uh, a lot of people that that felt it, uh, but uh, there was minimal damage uh, as there was in the twenty twenty one earthquake, second earthquake in Melbourne uh, for the <laughs> in two years. Uh, but uh, the those earthquakes, they only last four seconds, while the pain, the latest Andrews government state budget announced last week by Treasurer Uncle Fester uh, Tim Pallas uh, will last for years 
because obviously uh, there is the 31.5 billion that uh, they, that uh, the Andrews government said we need to repay that uh, we borrowed because we had to uh, to to save the economy during our COVID lockdowns. Uh, so uh, some of the most brutal measures are the increase in land tax uh, because the tax free threshold for land tax on a second property or investment property is being lowered from 300,000 to 50,000. Uh, there is also for companies with a national payroll uh, tax, a pay payroll of more than 10 million, uh, they'll have to pay an additional payroll tax of 0.5% uh, or 1% if their national payroll exceeds 100 million. And also uh, private schools will lose uh, their payroll tax exemption uh, from 1st of July next year. But Dan Andrews says that, oh, the, the increase in the in, in land tax or lowering of the threshold, no, it, it won't uh, be passed on to renters. Uh, and he's even hinted that he, he might limit uh, legislate to li limit rent increases to maybe once a year and also his government want to to tax airbnbs as well that was uh, leaked to the, the the sunday papers lady of charlotte uh, uh immigrants do have to to pay extra on on their land tax so it's an absentee owner surcharge which applies to foreign investors that will increase from two to four percent Uh, so despite all that, uh, the, uh, the, the Andrews government state debt, uh, which uh, all, well, which is the debt of all Victorians, so you can sidestep it by simply leaving uh, Victoria. Uh, there, there's, no, there's, uh, there's no internal borders anymore. So escaping Victoria is just easy as either driving up the, the Hume freeway or the, the Western highway uh, to either New South Wales or South Australia or across the the Tasman sorry the the Bass Strait on the way to, to to Tasmania it's as simple as that no 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 more quarantine anymore but uh, the debt is going to going is projected to grow to 171.4 billion by June 2027 though Uncle Fester Tim Palace is Prom promising us a surplus by 2025-26, which is when the, the next state election is due at the end of 2026. Uh, Dan Andrews said we couldn't possibly uh, cut any uh, services. Uh, he is letting go uh, 4,000 4, uh, public sector workers, uh, which is... The, the the pencil pushes. So I don't know if there, any of them are coming in are coming out of his private office. He has double the staff of the the prime minister. Uh, now to top this all off, uh, Victoria is going to be subjected to the biggest increase in electricity uh, bills uh, by July one, twenty five percent. Dan Andrews, remember he's promised to to bring back the state. Electricity Commission uh, to for the government to inf invest in renewables, uh, but so far the transition is not working out to be 
any cheaper or reliable power. But for the climate crazies, uh, all all of this, uh, because Dan Andrews, of course, switched off the Hazelwood uh, power station. It was that was around about uh, almost six years ago now. It's still not enough for the radicals. Uh, so last week, it was a rebellion week for Extinction Rebellion, uh, where they try to win the public over by blocking traffic. And so this was the, 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 the peak hour uh, climate disruptors in Melbourne. Angry motorists faced three-hour delays during the morning peak after Extinction Rebellion protesters blocked the Kingsway exit ramp at Southbank. As Gillian Lantouris reports, it's the first in a series of disruptions planned for this week. Peak hour and Kingsway is at a standstill, but it's not the usual morning rush that's causing major delays. Extinction Rebellion protesters blockading the key arterial around 8.30 this morning. Their goal? No new coal, no new gas and stop logging native forests. Sounding the alarm about the climate and the ecological emergency, we need to take urgent action. Motorists were held up for nearly three hours after a minivan was parked across two lanes of the CBD road. I'm f***ing annoyed. Push that silly old mile off. We need to get to work and we're already late. Bit ridiculous. You know, not the place to do it. Protesters glued themselves to the vehicle. An 80-year-old man chained himself to the van with a bike lock. I've been waiting 50 years for governments and society to take actions on what we knew was going to come if we didn't take action earlier. A police contingent was called in to direct the steady stream of frustrated motorists, preventing clashes with the public. See the traffic jam you've caused? Yeah, it cost me a day's pay. I've just lost the job because of this, because I'm stuck in traffic for like an hour. This is just the first protest of many to come. From this Thursday, there is a three-day disruption planned for the entire CBD. By 11 o'clock, police arrested the three stuck to the van. So scientists are ready to put their bodies on the line because nothing else has worked. Julian Lantouris, Nine News. Where is the police tasers when you need them? Uh, now, it wasn't all uh, cuts in the, the Andrews uh, state budget. Uh, there was extra funding uh, for women's health. I, uh, despite the fact that I'm, I'm not, I don't know if the, the Andrews government knows what a woman is. They, uh, Dan Andrews, he tends to refer to women as that person, while the, the women that he doesn't like. Uh, so he announced the fulfilment of his election commitment for uh, free tampons and pads in 750 locations around the the state i think it is and also uh yesterday uh so he said that uh, <clears throat> this is his statement women and girls make up half of our population and yet their health is somewhat seen as a niche issue uh so in the uh, just announced budget 153 million dollars for women's health, so 20 new comprehensive women's health clinics to provide free comprehensive care and support Victorians experience conditions like endometriosis, pelvic pain, uh, polystatic ovary syndrome, and those managing symptoms of perimenopause and menopause. Uh, so there will be uh, 20, uh, 20 hubs 
sexual and reproductive health hubs. When they refer to these uh, reproductive health hubs, it means that uh, they're there to offer abortion advice and to refer people, uh, uh, women, for abortions. I should say, I nearly slipped into the the the, the language there instead. Of, I almost I accidentally said people instead of woman. There we go. Uh, there was uh, things for women in the uh, Victorian state budget. Sometimes the Andrews government knows of what the definition of a women woman is and knows that only women can get uh, pregnant and have uteruses and have health conditions that only affect them. Now, going back to Rebellion uh, Week, uh, now there was a, there was also a traffic uh, disruption protests in Adelaide. Uh, so the Melanowskis Labor government, they have introduced new anti-protest law, the Summary Offences Obstruction of Public Places Bill 2023, uh, which they've upped the fines uh, for uh, for $50,000 and three months in jail. The Human Rights Law Centre claim that uh, uh, that uh, the this rush legislation uh, could result in people being prosecuted or fined for merely blocking a footpath, not just traffic. It's funny how that uh, the right to freedom of assembly, uh, freedom to protest, the, uh, the human rights groups, they only arc up uh, when it's it's a climate change uh, protest. Now, these climate protesters, they always get a slap on the wrist by the magistrates. And I think there was, uh, was it in, I think it was in, in Melbourne, one magistrate uh, basically said, oh, well done for you for, for protesting uh, this week. Now, over in Western Australia, uh, the Premier, Mark McGowan, also known as Marks McGowan, announced that he would be resigning, uh, not just as the Premier by week's end, but as the member for Rockingham. He is quitting politics altogether. And uh, I know that uh, on Twitter, there was a lot uh, <laughs> saying to him, Good riddance. And uh, this uh, tribute was published by Rocco Leonco, who's been a guest on my uh, pro program, said uh, in the Spectator Flat White, goodbye to WA's worst ever premier. So Mark McGowan said he was uh, not just tired, but exhausted uh, because uh, combined with the COVID years, it's uh, uh, political leadership, it's taken it all out of me. And Rocco says that, uh, well, he's a West Australian. Uh, so he says, uh, maybe he realised we are tired and exhausted of him and his failures, tired of the record-breaking ambulance ramping figures, tired of shortage of nurses in our hospitals, tired of the increasing crime, tired of police officers uh, resigning in record numbers and lists all of the, the scandals here. And also mentions uh, his uh, waste of $580 million on procuring rapid antigen uh, tests, which the Auditor General uh, said cost twice as much as the Bunbury Hospital redevelopment. And also, his, uh, don't forget his uh, recent uh, trip to, to China, uh, where he uh, mocked uh, the Liberal shadow 
Defence Minister Andrew Hasty claiming that oh, he swallowed a bunch of Cold War pills when he was born and also mentions at the end of here, Rocco, that uh, the new uh, uh, COVID emergency laws allow the police commissioner to declare a COVID emergency at the drop of a hat, thereby allowing officers to forcibly enter people's homes without a warrant and lock them in a quarantine facility to enforce such an emergency. It's clear that Mark McGowan, he lost his purpose uh, when, uh, uh, when the, the pandemic was winding down. Of course, the World Health Organization has declared the COVID emergency officially over. Although last week, uh, with a school shooting at a at a at a suburban uh, Christian school in Perth, thankfully no one was was harmed. But uh, Mark McGowan did take the the opportunity to announce, like he uh, did keep the people of Western Australia safe from COVID. He was uh, going to keep them safe uh, from gun violence. Police have released dramatic body cam footage from the scene of a school shooting in Perth yesterday. A 15-year-old boy tonight remains in custody after allegedly firing three shots on his former campus. Police facing something they could hardly expect to deal with in Australia. There's a classroom at the end. They're all hiding. It's all done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School bags litter the hallways, students remain hiding under their desks. Outside, officers quickly arrest the 15-year-old former student and locate his car. We have the vehicle with all firearms in the vehicle, one male in custody. On the front seat of the boy's car, two rifles and a gun bag. Police also found three bullet casings, one on the floor mat of the car, and bullet holes in the school's demountable building. This school practices lockdown drills twice a year. Everyone acted immediately. Turn the lights off. We were in cooking, so we had to turn all the stoves off and um, lock all the doors, move everything up against the door, like all that sort of stuff. So we knew we had to act quick. WA Premier Mark McGowan visited today, praising staff and students for their bravery under extreme pressure. Obviously it was traumatic and this is the sort of thing that you see on television in the United States. It's not the sort of thing you expect or should expect to see happen here in Australia. With 360,000 firearms in Western Australia, the government will now reform gun laws. But in another troubling development, police are searching for a man who held up a gun store in Busselton, south of Perth, this morning. Armed with a pistol, he stole a rifle and ammunition before fleeing. Eddie Meyer, Nine News. Yes, uh, Mark McGowan's Labor government, well, it's going to be a... We we don't know who the new uh, Labor Premier of Western Australia will be. Deputy Premier Roger Cook has thrown his his hat into the the ring. The next uh, state election is not due until March 2025, but uh, the Liberal state opposition is still a smouldering wreck, ruin, uh, after their defeat at the state 2021 election, where they were reduced to two out of 59 uh, seats. So... Mark McGowan, his government, well, his Labor Party, has a majority in both houses, so it can pass any legislation at once. So he's rewriting the Firearms Act uh, as, so that but it, it's claimed that so public safety uh, will be at the forefront. And now, obviously, a lot of people asking in the chat, how does a 15-year-old get access to a car 
and guns. They were, they were allegedly his dad's registered firearms. So you can guarantee that the, in this rewrite of the Firearms Act, there will be more crackdowns on law-abiding firearm owners. And I wonder if there'll be a crackdown on law-abiding uh, car drivers uh, since obviously a 15-year-old uh, can't, can't legally drive a car. Uh, as well but of course it doesn't work like that and now did you notice that it only took 24 hours uh, for uh, the western australian police to release the the body cam footage uh, but uh, we still haven't seen the body cam footage from the uh, p uh, police officer who uh, tasered uh, that uh, 95-year-old dementia, dementia sufferer, uh, Claire Nowland, who sadly passed away last Wednesday evening. Uh, she hit her head on the ground after being tasered uh, by Senior Constable uh, Christian White. Uh, there he is there. He is allegedly to have said on the body cam, the Minns uh, State Labor government is blocking its release. He allegedly said bugger it after repeatedly asking the 95-year-old to drop the steak knife. Now, the female uh, constable who was there uh, thought that uh, she could get the knife off Noland, and that's why he said bugger it and tasered her. So there is going to be a court appearance on July uh, the 5th. Uh, so his lawyer has said he's very distressed and uh, will uh, fight the case. Now, before uh, she died, uh, he was uh, he was charged with causing grievously bodily harm, assault, occasioning actual bodily harm and common assault. I am not sure that... Uh, I think that it might be upgraded now. It says the homicide squad led investigators are now combing through his service record. The charges may be upgraded, but only after further investigations. So yes, this is, well, I, another, as I said last week, another shameful episode of uh, Australian police uh, br brutality. Uh, it is a problem here in Australia. It's not concocted like it uh, often is in the United States. Now, we had over the, 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 the past week the revelation uh, of our own Twitter files. The Department of Home Affairs had been ordering Twitter during the, the pandemic. Uh, this was before Elon Musk uh, took over Twitter in 2022. We're, taking, uh, we're ordering the takedown of Twitter posts uh, for uh, so-called misinformation. And uh, this was got uh, by Liberal Senator Alex Antic under Freedom of Information. They made over 4,000 requests to digital platforms to take down content uh, related to, to COVID. And uh, one of the memes taken down uh, was of a, a guest of uh, Wilmsfront uh, earlier this year, and that was uh, Senator uh, taking the piss uh, for this 
meme here. Not all dick pics are equal. Apologies uh, uh, that you had to see it. And Stan Andrews wearing a mask. This mask is as useless as me. And so the reason for report referral from the Department of Home Affairs, Condit assessed to have breached Twitter's COVID misinformation policies by claiming that masks are useless. which is prohibited by Twitter. Elon Musk has got rid of this policy now, such as false and misleading information about PPE, including claims about the efficiency of face masks to reduce viral spread. Even though the science is is back now, uh, we've had the Cochrane mask review that says that there's no proof that they made any difference. There was another study in the UK that face masks made no difference in hospitals during the Omicron wave. So a actual factual uh, tweet was taken down. He's had 15 accounts taken down, uh, Senator taken the, the, the piss, probably all at the uh, request of the, 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 the Home Affairs Department. Now we have, uh, because, because there is this uh, so-called misinformation online which is in not misinformation it's just uh, information that the government doesn't doesn't like uh, they they are going to be teaching teaching uh, students in schools now how to navigate misinformation on social media TikTok, YouTube, Instagram Australian teenagers are getting their news now from a variety of sources but how do they know who to trust well, 10 News First can tonight exclusively reveal that soon every high school in the country will be equipped to teach students how to separate fact from fake news. There is such a thing as being book smart, street smart and now e-smart. Put your hand up if you thought it was opinion. Great. In an evolving online world where media isn't just created by credible journalists... It's being constructed by influencers. And it's being constructed by the um, commentators. These year aides are learning how to spot fake news. Especially around COVID-19 and I guess the war between Russia, Russia and Ukraine. The assignment, identify legitimate sources and the difference between fact, opinion and misinformation. Yes, the class is obviously working well on those students featured in that uh, news report. Uh, now, we had uh, the, 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 the trusted uh, media because the, the implication in that 10 news piece is that you should trust us, not the news you see on, on, on social media. We had the trustful mainstream media last week uh, tell us uh, to be alarmed that uh, there's another COVID uh, surge now. And of course, uh, Dan Andrews was asked about this at uh, his uh, press conference on Sunday at uh, the uh, Women's Hospital. Victoria's recorded a surge in COVID-related deaths as the numbers of infections rise again. 63 people have died with the virus over the last seven days. The daily average more than double the previous week. The Health Department reported a 15% increase in the number of cases, rising to more than 10,000 last week. There are 407 COVID patients in hospital, up from 327. Uh, COVID's not over. Certainly not over for our health team as they continue to treat hundreds and hundreds of patients 
and it's just a timely reminder for all of us, if you're not up to date with your vaccination, please go and get your fifth jab or your fourth or your third, or if you've not been vaccinated at all, have a chat to your GP about the really important protective benefits of that against really serious illness. And for, if for no other reason, if uh, keeping yourself healthy is not motivation enough, then go and get vaccinated to take some pressure off our nurses uh, is a really important message and one that we get out as often as we can. Now, of course, as we enter winter, uh, which is only a few days away, uh, we're being warned about the the twindemic, uh, which, of course, is not just COVID and flu, or if you want to expand it, the triple-demic with COVID, flu and the common cold. I'm on my second cold in a in a month now. I've still got the, the, the tissues here. When I go out and out and about uh, town uh, there's so many colds and, and coughs around there's a cough tagion it's not just the <laughs> which is the that's the 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 covid cough it's a it's a soft dry cough these are actual cold coughs like <laughs> you've probably heard, heard them uh, when you're you're out and about uh, town shopping uh, there's heaps going going around so maybe i got a different strain of the the cold uh, <laughs> because we all have immunity debt uh, since uh, a lot of uh, the colds and viruses uh, were, uh, were were kept away from us because we were locked down and the the borders uh, were locked down uh, so up in new south wales we had uh, chief health officer Kerry chant I, uh, talking about uh, the the flu surge and that uh, the key uh, to beating the the flu wave this winter is of course vaccination there's an urgent alert from our health chiefs tonight with a big spike in influenza cases around sydney and warnings to take care on public transport here's tom saker Mark, talk about an influenza explosion. Look to the end of the line and see what's happened with the number of people coming down with the flu in New South Wales in just the last week. So who's getting sick? Mainly teens and children. Why? Not enough vaccination. Just 14% of toddlers have had a flu jab this year. And the reason for that, well, probably a bit of vaccine fatigue. But a big spike early on, like we're seeing now, is often a red flag for a horror year. Remember, flu can kill. We need you to go and get vaccinated. It's easy, it's accessible. For many people, it is free. While you're there, grab a COVID booster too. You can now have both at the same time. COVID cases are creeping up as new variants creep in. And so that's driving it, as is waning immunity. Remember, boosters are free, as are new rats, which can detect both COVID and flu, available from Service New South Wales. Mark. Tom, thank you. Yes, I brought to you previously, you can get uh, the two-in-one uh, rats now, which can test for both flu and COVID. Uh, but what is not wrong in that report is that the flu can kill. It, uh, it kills hundreds, sometimes thousands of Australians every year. And it's much more severe in children than COVID ever was. And now, obviously, uh, with uh, the World Health Organization uh, uh, declaring the COVID emergency over, it is, uh, we had a press conference uh, by uh, WHO uh, chief, uh, Tedros, uh, 
warning us to prepare for a disease even deadlier than COVID. Uh, so he said, and I'll do the voice, the threat of another variant emerging that causes a new surge in disease and death remains, and the threat of another pathogen emerging with even deadlier potential remains. We don't know uh, what uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what the, the, the next pandemic uh will be uh, but uh it's got a it's got a list here this daily mail article uh so there's uh crimean congo hemorrhaging fever uh ebola marburg virus lassa fever mers middle eastern coronavirus a another sars maybe sars 3 nipper and henna Hennepah viral diseases, Rift Valley fever, Zika, and an as yet unknown. Now, it didn't mention in this list bird flu. Uh, now, we've had a lot of uh, fear stories about uh, human bird flu cases uh, from uh, poultry workers contracting it in the UK. There was a Cambodian girl who died uh, from a sick chicken in her farm. But uh, over in Ukraine, uh, because we had uh, the U.S. Uh, Undersecretary Under of State for Political Affairs, uh, Victoria Newland, admit uh, that they had uh, bio labs in Ukraine, and now Russia is launching a new offensive in Ukraine, and they claim that they have uh, seized another. Ukraine US biolab, uh, which they've collected evidence of avian flu uh, pathogens uh, that uh, a gain of function has been performed on them with a lethality rate of up to 40% in humans. Now, I'm not actually sure if it's uh, if they are uh, gain-of-function uh, pathogens, because bird flu does have that lethality rate of around 40 to, to, to 50%. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there is certainly in those those biolabs in Ukraine, there is certainly certainly uh, gain-of-function or other experiments uh, being uh, being made uh, there because, of course, the U.S. doesn't do it on their own soil. They obviously, Fauci, uh, when he was head of uh, the... Uh, head of the National Institute for Health, Allergy and Infectious Diseases, gave U.S. taxpayer money to the uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I guess Ukraine uh, was uh, the Ukraine biolabs was also another an, an another uh, another source of their research uh, that they gave funding to. Lady Charlotte, why are all these biolabs in these dodgy places? Yes, there's there there, there was there, there was one in Sudan as well, which I covered uh, a couple a couple of weeks back. And now we had last week, uh, moving on to, to federal politics, it, uh, it was a Modi mania with the Indian Prime Minister Narada uh, Modi uh, visiting Australia. He was uh, coming here for the, the Quad Leaders meeting, but that was cancelled because Joe Biden cancelled to work out a, a deal uh, to, to raise the, the, the debt ceiling. And there was a, a huge uh, gathering of Modi 
local Modi supporters at Kudos Bank Arena at uh, Sydney's Olympic Park. And Anthony Albanese, he was, uh, he sure wanted to, well, attach himself to how popular Modi is. This is, of course, uh, his Albanese's most uh, infamous uh, description of Modi, which has gone all around the world and, of course, has been reported back in India. I said to my friend, the Prime Minister, before the last time I saw someone on the stage here was Bruce Springsteen, and he didn't get the welcome that Prime Minister Modi has got. Prime Minister Modi is the boss. Now, you saw next to Modi, uh, New South Wales Premier Chris Minns, and behind him, of course, was opposition leader Peter Dutton. Uh, so uh, it is bipartisan, uh, the, the the glowing uh, admiration for Modi. Now, I'm not sure. I know that we have a few viewers here who also watch the, the Joel and Blair show. You could tell that they were both seething at Albanese's uh, fawning over Modi and over at uh, XYZ, their headline uh, was uh, 20,000 Indians welcome conqueror to Sydney. Uh, now, I'm going to explain uh, Albanese's, <laughs> Albanese's fawning over Modi in uh, geopolitical terms uh, because Obviously, uh, the the greatest geopolitical uh, threat uh, to Australia is a militaristic expansionist communist China. Uh, now, of course, India is a democracy, albeit it is not uh, the best, uh, but it certainly doesn't aim to turn Australia into a vassal state. It doesn't have a united front foreign interference influence operation like the Chinese Communist Party does. In fact, uh, the Indians, they spend more of their energy uh, fighting with each other rather than any foreign uh, nation, although they do have a a, a numerous uh, border conflicts uh, with China. Uh, So following Modi, wherever he was in uh, Sydney, uh, were Sikh counter-protesters. Now, uh, the, uh, many of the Sikhs in India and abroad, uh, they want to create a separate Sikh state called Khalistan, uh, which uh, its geography would take in a lot of Punjab province in India and maybe uh, Pakistan. They oppose Modi uh, because he is uh, a Badare Janda Party is a Hindu nationalist party. The other major party in India is the Indian National 
Congress, uh, which is a more centre-left party, though one of its prime ministers, Indira Gandhi, was assassinated back in October 31, 1984, by uh, two of her Sikh bodyguards uh, when she was uh, 66. This was in retaliation for Operation Blue Star, when uh, there were Sikh separatists uh, basically holding up in uh, in one of the the Sikh the the most holy uh, Sikh sites in India. The justification for uh, Khalistan by the Sikhs, well, if the Indian Muslims got their own state with Pakistan when India wa uh, was uh, petitioned, uh, then so should they. We obviously had that mini riot in the Melbourne CBD when uh, Melbourne Sikhs were voting in that uh, fake non-binding referendum to establish Khalistan back in, back in uh, India. But like I was saying, they they tend to they, they tend to fight each other. They're not a vengeful post-colonial superpower uh, like uh, China is. I mean, they still play the the British imperial game, uh, cricket. It's a mad cricketing nation. Now, I'm not disputing at all uh, that uh, mass migration uh, from uh, India to Australia will change Australia's culture. India is now the most populous country in the world. It's now overtaken China. And if you include Pakistan and Bangladesh, which were all part of British India before partition, it, uh, the, the Indian ethnic population way surpasses the, the Han Chinese uh, population. And now we're told that we need this uh, mass migration, uh, which a lot is now coming from India, is uh, because there are skill shortages in, in professions which Australians over many decades have shown they they won't do now. Obviously, uh, it's it, it's it's already uh, common uh, that uh, there is a lot of uh, a lot most a lot of service stations, Seven Elevens, call centres are operated by uh, Indian ethnic uh, people, and now it's now it's uh, occurring with a lot of the cleaning companies and and security uh, firms and. There is going to be also more that are going to be working in aged care and also as nurses and doctors as well. Dawn Browning says Moorabbin, Mumbai. Well, Melbourne could uh, in 10, 20 years become Mumburn. Now, of course, there are service stations in 7-Elevens where uh, whites and non-Indians uh, work, uh, but uh, it's... Particularly in the in in the city, it's uh, it's almost always uh, you're served uh, by uh, somebody of uh, Indian ethnicity. Now it is National Reconciliation Week, uh, so a, another another Indigenous event. Uh, so Anthony Albanese tonight gave the. Uh, Lotaja O'Donoghue Oration uh, 
address, uh, where he again made uh, the pitch uh, for the uh, Indigenous voice to be enshrined in the Constitution. He introduced the referendum legislation bill into Parliament last week, and the uh, race blackmail is ramping up. I'm working on an article that will be published on The Unshackled discussing all of the 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 race blackmail that is what is being said by labor politicians and also in in the media claiming that uh, all of this no activity on social media it's uh, driving racial division uh, when it is the yes campaign that is wanting to racially divide australia by giving certain australians extra Right. So we had uh, trending on Twitter today that the Liberal Party uh, is now the White Australia Party for opposing the voice, even though, of course, there are many non-white Liberal MPs and Indigenous MPs as well. There, of course, Jacinta Price, the Shadow Indigenous Affairs spokeswoman, and Kerry Ann Little, the the Minister for the Prevention of uh, Family Violence. Uh, now, Lydia thought because she doesn't want to be associated with Dutton's no case, uh, because uh, Lydia thought now independent senator favours treaty and truth before the voice. She she says, oh, they they basically said the voice is going to be uh, powerless. It can only a uh, provide representations uh, advice but we don't know until the voice is in the constitution but it's looking like the the referendum will fail which 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 will be good we don't know what the voice will eventually look like until the high court makes a, makes a ruling on it so lydia thought is now saying she may abstain from uh, from from either campaigning or voting in the the referendum this was on abc insiders yesterday where they again i uh, discussed all of the online racism that uh, that uh, is popping up against the uh, the voice and against stan grant and other indigenous journalists they had the abc's indigenous affairs Indigenous, sorry, they're not just their Indigenous, he's, he's not, not an Indigenous Affairs correspondent, but he's ABC's official voice correspondent, Dan Borsha. Uh, so he was uh, on the panel talking about, oh, I get comments as well that I'm token Aboriginal on this on this panel. Uh, so in the, inter in the interview that host David Spears uh, did with Lydia Thorpe, she also said she was filing a Human Rights com uh, Commission complaint against the Greens for alleged racial uh, discrimination. So Greens, you reap what uh, you sow. And uh, she also had this uh, screaming match uh, with Labor Senator, uh, Indigenous Senator Melanjindra McCarthy, Senator for the Northern uh, Territory. Disgusted when the Northern Territory Police get $14 million when our youth services are struggling? How, how can you let this happen, Senator, Senator McCarthy? Come to Excuse a no, question. How can you let this happen? This. Senator Thorpe, I have said that we've invested $25 million for those organisations which gave include, the Northern Territory Police fourteen million. The ones that you've spoken about. And how dare you, when we have Disgusting. First Nations people working in the police force, you Are act you protecting as though, the police? No, I'm telling you that we also have that. First Nations police who are 
doing hey, their best it's still police. to improve the situation police police. across the Doesn't matter what colour you are. Not just police in are police. Alice Springs. Or so you obviously Senator don't. Police are police. $14 million dollars to you the police. You do not want to see things Shame on you. No, shame, shame on you. Shame on you. You're the one who brings disgrace. They're the ones killing our you people. You bring disgrace not you only tell that to the Senate, Yindamu. but to your you own tell that to You are an absolute You tell that to Yindamu. You are the Tell that to Kuman J. Walker's family. $14 million to the Northern Territory Police. Out of black money. When our children are struggling on the ground. When our people are sleeping on concrete slabs. Concrete slabs. Okay, now, Senators, it's time to come to order. I think, in the spirit of trying to keep this moving along, I'm going to move to Paul. To Senator Robert. Absolute disgrace. We come back to the, the coalition. The one in a mess. He's been in power there for too long. Well, now, good on uh, Melanjindra McCarthy for giving it back to, to Lydia Thorpe. Uh, she wasn't going to cop that that uh, that 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 spray. Uh, the, there's also a, another Indigenous Labor Northern Territory MP, Marion Scrinshaw. She's also very good. She is she actually is on the ground in Alice Springs and knows that there is a, a crime crisis in the town it is it is not it is not a peter dutton jacinta price invention uh linda burney she was at uluru on friday but didn't stop by alice springs because it was the six year anniversary of the uluru statement from the heart which of course kick-started this uh voice in the constitution uh, push and uh, so also uh, they brought together uh 20 sporting codes uh, to uh, support the voice. And now I didn't realize that it was also uh, Indigenous rounds in the AFL this weekend as well. It's, it's called uh, Sir Doug Nichols around because he was an AFL footballer and uh, an Indigenous activist. Uh, he's long since uh, since passed. So, but it's called, uh, yeah, it's called Sir Doug Nichols round, even though it's rounds 10 and 11. Shouldn't it be rounds, plural? Uh, so uh, we had Melbourne, of course, change their name to Nam uh, for the the week. They lost again to to Fremantle, who who changed their name as well. Uh, Wally Up Football Club is what Fremantle is known for. Indigenous round, it's the Nam versus Wally Up game at the MCG the week after the Richmond Essendon Dreamtime game at uh, the G. So this this round uh, at the the SCG I uh, the there was a statue unveiled of Adam Goods. He is uh war cry uh, immortalized in a bronze statue. Now it looks uh, quite innocuous there, but uh, a lot of you will remember it was a very aggressive uh run up uh, to uh, the Carlton supporters when he scored a goal and it he had the the hand hand movement there to look like he was throwing a a an invisible spear at them was very aggressive. Now he said that he learnt this dance from a junior indigenous football team, so it's not part of indigenous culture. If it was recently invented by a junior uh, footy uh, team, uh, but that was Adam Good's attempt there to create a an, an indigenous haka. So. 
uh, this is, of course, is the the AFL. They uh, apologized uh, for uh, the the fans booing him, and so this is they want to make amends, and so this uh, statue is 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 part of it. And now in the up uh, the other code north in the NRL, they were mourning the the death of uh, rock and roll legend uh, Tina Turner uh, because she uh, fronted a number of uh, rugby league uh, promotional uh, campaigns in the the early nineties uh, with her song "Simply the the Best." Yes, Australia such a racist country that uh, that uh, the fans of one of the major sporting codes uh, fell in love with an African-American rock star uh, promoting their uh, their game. Uh, one of the, 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 the promos, Tina Turner, was on top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge and her uh, live performance at the 1993 Rugby League Grand Final is called the greatest of all time. Even though she was lip-syncing, the, the the whole time uh, even the saxophone solo was was lipsing the only people singing were the singing along were the crowd they were the only ones singing live there not not Tina Turner there but uh, uh, regardless of the lip syncing she was a a rock and roll icon and it wasn't just a obviously uh, an Australian connection uh, by the the NRL uh, it was Australians who uh, pioneered the the Nutbush dance to a Nutbush City Limits uh, song, uh, which a lot of you would have learnt at your uh, school discos. And of course, she was in Mad Max Three: uh, Beyond Thunderdome with uh, Mel Gibson. Now, there's a super chat over on Entropy. I'll put the link over in the the live chat again from Absolute Three. Uh, for five US dollars. So thank you for that super chat. Will you cover the first Republican debate in August? Should be fireworks with DeSantis and Trump. Oh, well, I think there there certainly uh, will be. And that super chat, Absolute Three, is a good segue uh, because, uh, well, we had uh, DeSantis uh, finally announced that he was uh, running for president, uh, but, uh, for the Republican nomination, I should say. Uh, but uh, beating him to it, uh, was a South Carolina uh, senator, uh, Tim Scott. Now, he's African-American, uh, but because he's a Republican, uh, uh, on The View, uh, Joy Bayer uh, said that even though he is black, he doesn't understand black people. And he's one of these guys who, you know, he's like Clarence Thomas, black Republican who believes in pulling yourself by your bootstraps rather than, to me, understanding the systemic racism that African-Americans face in this country and other minorities. He doesn't get it. Neither does uh, Clarence. Right. And that's why they're Republicans. Yeah. (laughs) I I know. Now, Will Chamberlain, who's a conservative commentator on Twitter, said that uh, raised the fact that he didn't think that Tim Scott was uh, qualified for president because he's 57 and never been married nor had uh, children. So how could he understand 
working uh, families. Now, here's uh, fellow South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. He is also a lifelong uh, bachelor, never married and had children. There must be must be something about uh, South Carolina that they elect male politicians who've never married and, and had uh, children there. Of course, Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor, is also uh, running for presence. You have two South Carolina politicians running for uh, president. But of course, it was uh, Ron DeSantis, Florida governor's entry into the presidential race, uh, which was the big news of the, the weekend. He he chose uh, Twitter spaces uh, to, uh, <laughs> to launch his campaign. And <laughs> Donald Trump, he decided to release uh, this deep fake AI uh, satire of uh, how uh, tech disastrous it turned out to be DeSantis's Twitter space presidential launch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Ron DeSantis Twitter space. Hello. Is my microphone working correctly? George, can you just wait while we... Hello. Can you hear me? We can all hear you, George. Can you just hold on for a second? Hilfa, I don't think they can hear me. <coughs> I can hear you fine, George. Just speak to I the I don't microphone. think George knows how to use Twitter. Hello, uh, can you hear me now? Can I please make my big announcement now? Everyone just... Hello! Just shut up, George. Can somebody just mute George? <coughs> Dick, <coughs> could you try not to cough on the... <coughs> okay, so how are we going to take out Trump, you guys? Uh, uh, guys from the FBI, this is not a private call. This is a public Twitter space. Everyone can listen in. God damn it. Uh, anyway, guys, we uh, invited everyone to this uh, this Twitter space so Governor Ron DeSantis could... <coughs> everyone just shut the hell up so I can make my announcement, okay? You go, girl. Wait, the devil is gay? So what? Everyone in this call is gay. I happen to know every single one of you has a Guys, can we please just calm down? <coughs> <coughs> So anyway, guys, I just wanted to announce that I'm... Okay, I can hear the governor very well. Shut, shut up, up Would you please shut up already? I, I'm running for fucking president, okay? Y yeah, we kind of already we knew already about it. already know, governor. Congratulations, governor. <coughs> uh, well, that concludes our Twitter space for today. Thank you to all of our... Hold your horses, Elon. The real president is going to say a few words. The devil, I'm going to kick your ass very soon. Hitler, you're already dead. Dick Cheney sounds like you'll be joining Hitler very soon. Klaus Schwab and George Soros, I'm putting both your asses in jail. And Ron DeSanctimonious can kiss my big, beautiful 2024 presidential ass. Trump 2024, baby. Let's go. Now... DeSantis was rightfully panned uh, for choosing uh, Twitter to announce his presidential campaign, given that a lot of the uh, the boomers who support who will support his his presidential campaign aren't on Twitter. It would have been good uh, to have a in real life can uh, presidential campaign announcement remember because he was the governor that uh, said uh, we we are open we're going to have real life events we're not going to have people working and going to school on on zoom yet he, ch he chose a a, a virtual ca ca a presidential campaign launch uh, now 
a lot of people have said that uh, this uh, this uh, deep fake parody it shows uh, how how terrifying deep fake and ai has become there's a, there's a lot of uh, hysterical fear-mongering uh, reports about uh, the dangers that uh, ai and deep deep fakes uh, pose to world order and could be extremely dangerous to our democracy but i mean they're trying to make uh, ai and deep fake sound as scary as they made covid out to be but what i'm seeing with ai and deep fakes that it's mainly being used for satire and and ridicule which of course is using the powers uh, for, for for good uh, like uh, this uh, deep fake ai of bud lights uh, new spokesman or spokesperson all right everyone so it's friday night i'm getting ready to go out i'm feeling kind but before i go out I got a free game. And the only way I pregame is with an ice cold Bud Light. So good. Ah. Happy Friday. Uh, now, this uh, Bud Light, uh, this footage of this Bud Light drinker, it is not AI, uh, but it could be a sketch here. <sighs> so many options. So many options. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really let the politics affect me. I, you know, I've been drinking it my whole life. It hasn't changed me, so. Hasn't changed me. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's wearing a thong underneath there. I wonder if he he got that a uh, thong there from Target as part of the the Pride collection because of course um yeah it's it's not just uh, even it's the beginning of winter in the southern hemisphere in a few days the beginning of june but in the northern hemisphere it is pride month uh, which uh, well it uh, includes all of the uh, degenerate pride uh, parades where in most western cities it is still not illegal uh, to bring children to watch. This has been going viral online. Uh, this is from the Montreal Pride Parade in 2019. A little girl patting a pup. Yeah, that is absolutely disgusting. Like, and that that's that's real. That's. It was taken from an actual live stream from Montreal Pride in in in, in 20, 2019. But uh, yes, going back to US Target, which is unrelated to Target in Australia, which is owned by West Farmers. So Target in the US, it's what you would call a hypermarket like Walmart and Costco, where it sells food and groceries and also... Uh, home uh, home products and clothing basically everything and so they decided uh, that they would uh, put a pride month uh, display right at the front of their stores uh, with the the centerpiece of their pride merchandise uh, tuck friendly bathers I'm sorry I chose you again. I just needed to do the bathing suit the last bit. I found the 
tuck bathing suits, the tuck-friendly bathing suits. So if you need a women's bathing suit and you have a little extra meat down there that you got to hide, you have one option. That is the only bathing suit that I found in the entire store, and it's in the pride section. It's not in the kids' section, women's section, boys' section, baby section. It is in the pride section. It was the only one I could find. And I did have another adult with me checking all the tags so that I didn't have to stay in the store for nine hours. It's the only one. Yeah, so this was from a TikToker who was disappointed that you could only find tuck-friendly bathers in the pride section. Uh, she wanted it to be in the women's section and the kids uh, section. Extra meat down there. What exactly is she refer uh, referring to? Is the is 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 she referring to uh, some extra ham down there or a or a sausage? Now, is there a huge market in the U.S. for tuck-friendly bathers or underwear? I mean, it's it's something maybe that uh, Blair White might do. Uh, she released uh, this tweet uh, back in February. Uh, which said, if you see a bulge in a conservative woman's pants, it's a gun. If you see a bulge in a liberal woman's pants, it's a penis. That's definitely a penis there, Blair White. Uh, though she has definitely mastered the art of tucking there without uh, Target's help. Uh, now, an actual uh, concerned mother went through uh, all of the Target Pride range, uh, which she is aimed at children. We're at Target right now and there's a lot of controversy going on about all of the pride stuff that's coming out with kids clothes and things like that. So we're gonna go to the kids section and we're actually going to see if they're putting weird, creepy, uncomfy stuff on children's clothing. Okay, this is the child section. This is literally the kids section. I'm next to a literal onesie that says whatever the hell that means. We have glad you came out and I'm so happy that you're queer in the kids section. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, but pride and toddler don't belong in the same sentence. So I found an extra small swimsuit in the child section. It says light binding effect on it. And then the bottoms in the kids section, keep in mind, say tuck friendly construction they're giving it to your kids if that doesn't give you a reason to boycott target i don't know what does but this shit's getting out of hand they're targeting children whether you like it or not and it's time that people actually do something about it because if they don't then guess what that shit won't just be in target it'll be in every store ever now after the anheuser bush a bud light a boycott uh anheuser bush lost six billion in its uh, market share value target uh, so far has lost 10 billion in just 10 days how to lose 10 billion in 10 days now this is from the the daily wire which its hosts are uh, taking a lot of credit uh, for these uh, successful boycotts uh, matt walsh michael knowles and candace owens uh, they have uh, a lot of their programs this week have been exposing the target merchandise pride merchandise aimed at children uh, which one were, one was designed by a literal 
Satanist, but has now been uh, pulled. Uh, so this is this this is they go by the name A.B. Brolinuk. Uh, so one of their shirts was Satan respects pronouns and he loves who you are. Satan accepts people of of all several and no genders. He appreciates gender non-conformity. He loves trans and non-binary people. Hail yourself. A.B. Prolinox said that uh, they those T-shirts weren't on weren't being sold through Target. Target has uh, pulled their uh, designs. Uh, they have also uh, pulled uh, pulled the designs by Ash and Chess. Uh, they are designers Ashley Mol Molesso and Chess Needham. Uh, so they're at Ash and Jess. Ash and Chess brand. They wrote a children's book titled ABC Deconstructing Gender. And now, so they said, we are saddened to say that the majority of our collection has been removed from Target stores due to threats from domestic terrorists. Emotionally, we currently do not have the bandwidth to comment further on this. We appreciate your support and love. Queer and trans speech will exist in the past, present, and future. We are stronger together. We love you all and a target uh, they've released a threat overview they said as political and social tensions rise ahead of the 2024 presidential election target will face a continued increase of physical security threats related to our commitments on contentious social issues including support of lgbtqi community and pride month I mean, just look at what uh, these conservatives uh, did to this Target store uh, just in the past week. I'm sorry, that was uh, Black Lives Matter uh, looting a Target store during the the burn, loot, murder, riots of, of 2020. Now, buying large mansions, uh, which is which also uh, what BLM stands for, they are almost broke. So no wonder they are trying to uh, create a BLM uh, 3.0 with uh, with obviously uh, the, the protests in uh, New York uh, after the death of Jordan Neely and in San Francisco with uh, uh, Branko uh, Brown, uh, but it's just not working for them. And now in its southern uh, stores and in conservative areas, Target, they haven't removed their uh, their pride section, but moved it to the back of the store. And uh, Twilight actress uh, Rochelle Lefebvre, uh, she was uh, very upset that she had to walk all the way to the back of the store now to bra- uh, buy a pride merchandise for her non-binary child. So I just walked into Target and the um, right behind me here where you see all these lovely swimsuits, that's where the pride display used to be. And I came in here two days ago and my seven-year-old, who's non-binary, saw it and said, look, mom, it's pride. Look, they're going to celebrate me. And because some people complained and um, threw some stuff to the ground or I don't know what happened, they have moved to the pride section 
to the back of the store. So the next time my seven-year-old comes to Target, or rather, I can't bring them here anymore, at least for the entire month of June, because if they walk in, and all the other people who walk in and go, where'd it go, are going to realize that they are being successful in trying to erase them. We could do so much better than this. We're not supposed to negotiate with the terrorists. We can do so much better than this. I mean, it's exactly what happened to, to Rosa Parks. I mean, she was forced to sit at the, the back of the bus in in the, the the 1950s in the segregated south and now the, the the pride section has to move to the the back of the the target store uh, now of course target they they have it in if you live in uh liberal or should i say progressive degenerate areas that's still front and center in target stores and uh, they still have the pride a collection to order from their website and it's also has been noted that uh, target supports glisten uh, which uh, leads the movement in creating affirming accessible and anti-racist spaces for lgbtqia students uh, so target has has had this uh, partnership for over, over over 10 years and elon musk he even noticed uh, this that uh, that glisten it uh, it assists uh children transitioning uh without the sometimes without the knowledge and permission of their parents there and that <laughs> and it was a community noted uh elon musk's post that saying yes this is actually true there's also a community note uh underneath the 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 target uh looting footage even though it was clearly satire that <laughs> people were pointing out those blm not conservatives it reminded me of when snopes fact-checked the the babylon b but of course i corporations uh, they, they they still they, they, there's still a number that despite the backlash against target uh, uh, first bud light and now target are still uh, releasing uh, their pride month promos i mean change your logo to a rainbow at your peril like how much share value do you do you want to lose the probably the 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 latest worst uh, pride advertisement is from north face jackets uh, which of course is related to north face australia hi it's me patagonia a real life homosexual and today i'm here with the north face we are here to invite you to come out in nature with us wow this is nice we like to call this little tour the summer of pride this tour has everything Hiking, community, art, lesbians, lesbians making art. Last year, we gay saw shade across the nation and celebrated pride across the nation with hundreds of you across the nation. This year, we're back, back, back again with two new stops. Atlanta, GA. Why? Because you're there. In Salt Lake City, we're coming for you. Howdy, here we go. Of course. This year, all these fabulous speakers will be coming from inside this TV to a nature near you. So come outside and celebrate the beautiful LGHGTV community. 
It's pretty gay. North Face obviously its reputation in Australia was trashed by uh, Dan Andrews when he wore the North Face jacket to all of his COVID press conferences, announcing uh, restrictions and new crackdowns on rule breakers. Uh, so, but but Dan Andrews will will now love the the North Face jacket even more. His next uh, press conference will be. <laughs> in drag in the North Face uh, jacket saying, it's ma'am. Now, when did drag queens start having beards? I mean, I know there is a debate now around whether women have penises, but they definitely do not have beards. I mean, these drag queens with beards, they definitely don't pass as women and you actually look like a literal demon. And, And so it allows... A lot of uh, Christians to claim uh, that you're a, you're a literal demon. Now, notice that uh, this uh, real life homosexual says it's the summer of pride. So, obviously, trying to expand our Pride Month uh, to not just be the first month of the Northern Hemisphere summer June, but to be July, August as well, three whole months. Which of course is is what we've seen. There's all of these extra days. There's a month, and now they want to make a whole, a a whole, whole season of LGBTQ. Now, Mark Dice in his his videos, one of my uh, favorite uh, YouTubers, he may, he 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 says that how come this is this is so much even more in your face now when uh, when they said 10 years ago all they wanted was the the right to get married and uh, what they did in the privacy of uh, their own bedroom was it was nobody's business now there are a lot of lgbt people who uh, after after equality was achieved i just wanted to get on with their lives but of course for the activists whose livelihood depend on it i the the virtue signalers equality is never ending and so this is why uh lgbt pride month has become this monstrosity now let's go over to the uk now uh, where we had well another miscarriage of justice i'm not sure if you uh, have uh, seen uh, some of the social terrorism done by our uh, 18 year old black tiktoker mizzy his real name is uh, bakery bronze ogaro uh, so his tiktoks i won't i won't play them like he went up to people in the street and said oh do you want to die and he and his uh friends i uh, went into homes that were open to terrorize the 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 owners now he uh, got charged with three counts of breaching a criminal uh, criminal behavior order uh, but all he got was a 365 pound fine and he got even more exposure by being invited on Piers Morgan's program Piers Piers Morgan uncensored and it was uh, it was it was touted as teenager speaks exclusively uh, to Piers now this is why i hate the the conservative media and alleged conservative media in the UK and intellectual dark web because they platform people such as Mizzy or the Extinction Rebellion, Insulate Britain, Stop Oil Brats, uh, so they can get on their soapbox and say, you are a 
bad people. Look what you did. Because basically it's easy to own these people, but you're feeding these people's egos. I mean, Mizzy, he basically said that I got no punishment. And so, and so there's no deterrent. Your laws are weak. I mean, I reckon if he was white, he'd definitely be jailed. I mean, Alex Belfield got five years in jail for uh, saying mean things about Jeremy Vine. I mean, Mizzy should get at least five years in jail for what he's done, scaring people think into thinking that they were going to die on uh, on the street. I mean, that is social terrorism. But the reason why the the conservative media and intellectual dark web uh, like these types of people is because it's easy to own them. And so they feel morally, intellectually superior. So obviously there's uh, GB News and Talk, T Talk TV, and then there's Spiked Online and the Trigonometry uh, uh, duo. Uh, but they never invite someone like Mark Collette to uh, debate them because they, they know that uh, Mark Collette, uh, he would... He, he would challenge them, uh, uh, challenge their worldview uh, quite ferociously, and they might not en end up on top like they could easily own somebody from Just Stop Oil or Mizzy. Like they, they don't want to actually debate, debate somebody who could actually uh, deconstruct their, 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 their views and make them look stupid. And they're the trigonometry guys. They were, of course, outraged that their bank account was closed. But, of course, they didn't care when patriotic alternative bank accounts uh, were closed as well. Now, over on mainstream uh, British uh, television, uh, there has been a, another grooming scandal. Uh, so, uh, Philip... Spacey, sorry, uh, Philip Schofield, uh, I, sh I should say. He was the, now the former presenter of ITVs this morning. He was, uh, he, he hosted the show for over 20 years, co-hosted with uh, Holly Willoughby uh, for 14 years. And you may remember in 2020, he came out as gay at 60 uh, years old and it was a uh, stunning and brave but it was the reason why i i jokingly called him uh philip spacey is uh because he he tried the kevin spacey smoke screen or should i say rainbow uh, rainbow screen is that uh, remember kevin spacey when uh uh anthony rap uh said that uh kevin spacey uh attempted to sexually assault him when he was 14. Kevin Spacey said, I now choose to live as a gay man, but it didn't work for Kevin Spacey, but it worked for three years uh, for uh, Philip Schofield until, well, the, the truth finally came out. And uh, that is, we, we now have, he announced that he was stepping down uh, from uh, from co-hosting this morning a couple of weeks ago after his professional relationship with uh, Holly Willoughby broke down. Uh, they, of course, a, a were rightly uh, rightly criticised for Q-jumping uh, to view the Queen's coffin. Uh, they said, oh, so the viewers could see it as well, when in fact they were just Q-jumping so they could see it. So now a... Over the weekend, uh, Philip Schofield, he has finally admitted uh, the long-rumoured, speculated 
affair that he had with this morning runner, Matt McGreevy. Uh, so this, uh, this was the two of them busted together by an actual uh, prank, prankster, uh, Jack Jones, in, in 2014. He decided to uh, celebrate a social uh, media milestone in front of Philip Schofield and Matt McGreevy. One million followers! Woo! And now Political Light in the UK has has got a number of exclusives on on the this uh, Schofield grooming scandal. So it turns out that Matthew uh, McGreevy, I, he is no longer with uh, ITV. Uh, so he he was just 15 years old uh, when he asked Philip Schofield for a job on uh, this this morning. Uh, so he was uh, originally at a theatre academy in Homfrith. Uh, that is where, uh, where I think they they first met uh, McGreevy and uh, Schofield. Uh, now they both uh, denied uh, the affair uh, to ITV executives Philip Schofield denied it to lawyers and also his talent agency has been dropped by his talent agency as well because they said he has lied and obviously he was still married to his wife at the time he was having this he said unwise uh, affair uh, but not illegal with a younger male colleague so his career is over now and there's reportedly there could be uh, there's rumors that there could be more allegations uh, to come out and it was a couple of weeks ago that uh, philip schofield's brother uh, timothy schofield 54 was convicted of 11 sexual off offenses involving a child he was a civilian police worker uh, so the jury heard evidence he had watched pornography uh, with a boy who he uh, claimed was over the age of uh, 16 at the time, which is the age of consent in the, the UK. He claimed they had masturbated while sitting apart and denied performing sexual acts on the teacher. So he was found guilty on all counts with a majority of 10 to 2. And so he has uh, been imprisoned uh, for a period of uh, 10 to 12 years. So his brother ha was also up to, well, it's now been proven in court, uh, was up to something indecent uh, with a teenage boy. Now, uh, Katie Hopkins, she, uh, Katie's Arms, she had a Schofield special, Katie's Arms, and I would encourage all people to, to watch it because Katie Hopkins, she was in the the talk show circuit the the showbiz uh, the the showbiz uh, world uh, when of course she had her reality tv shows and her tabloid columns and she basically summed up uh, Schofield is fucked and you shouldn't laugh at other people's misfortune but in Philip Schofield's case yes you should and now obviously uh, there uh, this is uh, ITV's first major uh, grooming scandal uh, 
most of the well uh, not just grooming but uh, uh, the also uh, pedophilia happened over at the 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 bbc uh, last week uh the death of uh, australian british uh, pedophile former children's entertainer and musician rolf, rolf harris was reported at the age of 93 he died two weeks before but the family kept it secret so they could have a private burial uh, so he was uh, found uh, guilty in the 2010s of uh, sexually assaulting multiple girls it was uh, launched in the aftermath of the jimmy savile uh, pedophile revelations that he was one of Britain's worst serial pedophiles, uh, raping girls on BBC premises. And of course, Gary Glitter is still alive. In fact, raped a girl in Jimmy Savile's dressing room there. So BBC has been a uh, disgusting, uh, a disgusting and unsafe place uh, for children. And now it seems that uh, ITV, it's uh, one of their presenters has now been revealed as a rumor and so again these are these are the these are the networks that uh preach to the public about uh well especially during COVID, about how you should behave and uh phil and holly remember they hugged each other through a plexi curtain i mean how ridiculous uh was that i mean the media make out that they're the moral guardians of society so did the the showbiz showbiz in industry and yet we we now know uh what goes on behind the scenes and probably still continues to go behind the scenes in many of uh, much of the media and showbiz as well now that brings me to the end of another tim's news explode explosion i there was a, another bit of international news i the turkish president erdogan has been re-elected for another term as president uh, say so that his Islamist party will continue to uh, to have its grip over Turkey there. Thank you all for watching on YouTube, uh, Odyssey, and Rumble. It was a success, the first live stream to Rumble, so it will continue, and obviously Odyssey as well. Thank you all for watching once again and thank you for absolute three for the super chat uh, now i there won't be a wilms front this sunday not at this stage uh, but uh there probably won't be a report from tiger mountain uh this week because uh the unshackled uh youtube channel still has a uh a, a second strike on it and so i have to wait for that to expire before i can up upload again i will be recording more reports from tiger mount with richard wilson crop shortly uh here's uh no goat show colleague damien richardson has quit tnt radio he is now launching his own podcast uh, now so that'll be easy to to to, to find because i know listening to tnt radio it's a bit bit difficult a lot a, a lot a lot of the time even though it has a lot of base base hosts so Make sure you check out the unshackled.net. I'll have that uh, voice race blackmail article probably up tomorrow. Uh, so that's also got our Unshackled Productions archive. Oh, wait, before finish, uh, I should also let you all know that Nick Patterson's trial has been moved from June the 2nd 
uh, Friday, it was meant to start Friday, June 2nd. New date is the 28th of August. So, so they've moved it again. Uh, there is also a rally against smart cities at Pioneers Park in Berwick on Saturday, 17th of June at 11 a.m. Sharp. I just thought I'd get uh, those, those uh, news in because that's what's happening around Melbourne. Remember, um, if you prefer not to send through a super chat, uh, but want to uh, support the Unshackled uh, Productions, you can take out a Unshackled membership, bronze $5 per month, silver $10 per month, gold $25 per month, and platinum $50 per month. Thank you all so much for watching. Again, please stay safe, stay sane, stay warm because it's getting so cold here in uh, Melbourne. Stay happy, stay laughing, stay positive, stay optimistic because we live in clown world and crazy town. Uh, but uh, we try to we, we try to have a laugh here at uh, all, all the crazy craziness, uh, but uh, this this madness won't last forever. People will eventually eventually wake up to it as well and that's what we're trying to do here at tim's news explosion the unshackled fight the information war good night everybody and i will see you all again uh next news explosion good night tim's news explosion 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 Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion.